everybody and welcome to The Tangled Angle. I'm Janice Christensen and here we address the tangled angles of conservative American values given to us by the Constitution while using facts and keeping it classy. I am a news junkie with a passion and interest in government politics and American history and I spent 16 years in the halls of the Washington State Legislature supporting my husband Dan Christensen who was elected to the House of Representatives from 2003 to 2018. Now with this podcast, I'm able to share and discuss what I've learned and experienced, along with some historical context of where we are on the timeline of history. Today, I want to talk about the problem of a slow government and why the wheels of government grind so slowly and how government thinks that money is the answer, that the more they spend on a program, the more successful it is. And also to kind of give you an insight as to how those in government, how the bureaucrats think. I discovered this over a long period of time, both um, in the halls of the Washington State Legislature and observing what goes on in Olympia, the committee meetings, and there's so many committees and so many meetings and the endless bills that are presented. And a lot of people have wondered, how come government grinds so slowly and why do they think they're getting anything accomplished? They're not accomplishing anything. It's so frustrating. Except here in 2020, 2021, we've seen everything on hyperspeed forward and the government here in Washington state has really passed some awful, awful legislation that's really gonna hurt the citizens of our state. I'm gonna talk about the private sector and then I'm gonna talk about government. In the private sector, if you have a business, you typically make decisions on the fly. You don't need a committee meeting to sit down and talk about what's gonna go on, what's gonna happen, what you need to do. In the private sector, people don't spend that much time in meetings in small business. And as the company or the corporation gets bigger and bigger and bigger, they tend to have more meetings. And then you graduate all the way to government, which is nothing but one big meeting or small meetings that happen endlessly. And what I discovered about government is that is the goal. The meeting is the goal. They don't care what is discussed in the meetings, and they can set goals in the meetings. But if a government bureaucrat has three meetings in one day, they think they've accomplished a lot. Now, we in the private sector would look at that and think, well, you didn't do anything. You just sat there and talked. Nothing was produced. No goods and services were provided. You didn't manufacture anything that somebody would want to pay money for. It's just one long, endless meeting and the government bureaucrats accomplished nothing. This is their goal. They do not think like the private sector and those of us in small business who, unless we produce a good or service that somebody wants to actually pay money for of their own free will, we do not succeed in small business. In government, the people who sit in these endless meetings will receive a paycheck every month on time, and they're Retirements are fully funded, and they get away with this because they can produce absolutely nothing. 
And a lot of the people in the private sector have expressed through the years when my husband was in the legislature, the frustration at government bureaucrats. And they just have these endless meetings and not much is done. Or they pass legislation and rewrite codes and laws that are punitive upon small business. It's because they don't understand that small business has to produce something that someone else will willingly pay for and produce something, a good or service, that someone else wants. In the private sector, if you provide a service or if you sell, you have a deli or if you have a restaurant or you make a product that people want, the reward is the money that you make because you have sold something to someone that they want. This is not the thinking of government. Their measure of success is meetings and memos and interdepartmental meetings. That is the end goal. So this is why someone in a bureaucracy in government, a government agency, can sit in a cubicle for 30 years and have attended thousands of meetings in those 30 years. They get a paycheck and they think that's success. Many people in the private sector want to apply common sense to government and say, wait, they don't produce anything. Where's their, where's the end result? What's the good goal here? What is, what have they done that's worthy of all their time and their paycheck? And you're asking the wrong question because that is not how government bureaucrats think. This is why now here at the end of session, Jay Inslee can claim that this session was a huge success. Well, first of all, a lot of his um, low carbon fuel standards and other things that he wanted passed for years and years that constantly failed in the legislature finally got passed this year. So he considers that a success because he thinks this is going to help the environment. But the rest of us are like, this is just a huge cost to the citizens who live here and the citizens who pay taxes. They don't care. It's not how they think. It is because success has been achieved in their minds because they had a lot of meetings through a lot of years and finally got past something that really looks good on paper but will not work in the private sector in real life to the citizens who don't work for the government who live here. I have a friend, she works in the private sector, and she'll come to me often when bills are before the legislature or after they've passed some more tax-raising scheme on the private sector, and she'll say, I don't understand how they can do this. They just raised, and I'm trying to protect her business and what she does, but she says, they just raised my such-and-so fee by 2%. Don't they understand that my profit is only 6%? after I pay for the goods and services that I need to produce my product, that I buy the supplies, that I um, pay my employees, that I pay the LNI taxes and the Social Security taxes and, and the labor and industry taxes. And after I do all of that, my profit is only 6% on my business. And now they just raise my taxes by 2% of gross. And I say, no, they don't get it. They don't understand the private sector and how business works. They don't understand how people having to live under all their regulations and taxes and fees, how it operates. 
Because to them, if they if they raise taxes by two percent, they think, well, that can only be you know two cents on the dollar. How could that hurt anybody? They won't even miss it. It's like, no, we have ratcheted this down and so fine-tuned our businesses that after we produce the product to our customer and our profit margins are low anyway, a 2% tax is going to hurt us. But they don't think like this. And I tell her, stop applying common sense. Stop applying Economics 101. You cannot start there when you are wondering how these government bureaucrats and agency people and a lot of the legislature here in our the state of Washington which is one party controlled by the democrats you cannot assign your thinking as their thinking because they don't understand business and the few that do are so outnumbered that the majority party can pass all these taxes and fees and have no concept of how this is going to affect real life So the meeting is the process to them. The meeting is the goal. Session is the goal. And that is the difference between private sector thinking and government thinking. The second part of this equation is that to government, money spent on a program means success. And the more money that's spent on a program or within an agency means more success. For instance, let's take education. Half of the Washington state budget on a biennium basis is spent on education. And they up this dollar amount every two years, because the budget's done every two years. They increase this budget amount by quite a bit each two years. And so they think now we have success in the public school system. Now we have success in education. Well, we here on the receiving end of this realize that no, just because you threw more money at a program doesn't mean that the success rate went up. But to government, the success is how much money was spent on it. And to those who have private sector thinking or non-government thinking, think, well, how well are the kids reading? How well are the kids writing? What are their test scores when they graduate from high school? What is the dropout rate in high school? What is the dropout rate overall? How many of these kids made it to college and were qualified to go to college? How many of these kids were qualified for the trades and went to trade school and went to community college and did not go into great debt to go into college, but how many of them are actually, how many actually have good jobs and are productive taxpayers? This is not any of what government thinks about when they put money into education. They think we've fully funded the teachers, we've fully funded the administration, we've fully patted our friends on the back, they gave into our campaign contributions, and so we have great success in education because look how much more money was spent. And the rest of us are scratching our heads saying, our kids aren't even in the classroom since COVID, how can this be success? So those are the two issues within government and how government thinks versus how what I would call normal people think. The endless meeting is the goal, and more money thrown at whatever they think is worthy is success, regardless of the outcome of what all that money was spent on. So I hope this gives you some understanding of what goes on in government and how those in government think.
I'd love to hear from you. Please give me some feedback and let me know what you think. You can find me on Facebook at Janice Christensen and on Instagram, Twitter, and Telegram at Janice Christ, J-A-N-I-S-K-R-I-S-T. Thank you.